Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, October 11th, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. Ecuadorian President Lenin Moreno has just announced that his government will have to leave the capital city due to escalating protests over his apparent corrupt dealings with the U.S.-led corporatocracy. The Ecuadorian people have been protesting Moreno for the past five days, sparked by the announcement of deep cuts to social programs. Indie journal Dennis Rogatuk, reporting for the Gray Zone Project, says the cuts include layoffs of over 10,000 workers, a 20% cut in salaries for government employees, and the elimination of a long-standing 40-year fuel subsidy for citizens. The deep cuts were dictated by the U.S.-led International Monetary Fund, which demanded those measures as a precondition for a $4.2 billion loan to the Moreno regime. The IMF also required a plan to privatize workers' pensions, a familiar scheme whereby big banks can further plunder the wealth of the Ecuadorian people. Moreno's policy shift has shocked and infuriated Ecuadorians. And it gives a good lesson in how the CIA and IMF work together to bring once sovereign countries under the yoke of the U.S. corporatocracy much like we've reported before on the Ukraine and the Philippines. Check this out. So, Moreno was elected in 2017 after serving as vice president to his predecessor, former president Rafael Correa. Correa is a democratic socialist and was Ecuador's president from 2007 to 2017. He'd inherited a country in financial chaos due to years of plunder by the U.S. corporatocracy. As indie journal Abby Martin reported on her show Empire Files, President Correa's democratic socialism saved Ecuador from economic disaster. Correa reduced poverty by 38%, and he reduced extreme poverty by 47%. He increased the minimum wage by 48% and doubled government spending on social services, including a 100% increase in healthcare spending and an overhaul of Ecuador's education system. And President Correa also stood up to the U.S. corporatocracy by kicking out the IMF, closing a major U.S. military base on Ecuador's coast, and giving political asylum to Julian Assange at Ecuador's embassy in London. Correa ended up serving three consecutive terms as president and was very popular with the Ecuadorian people, and Lenin Moreno served as his vice president. So, in 2017, at the end of President Correa's final term, Moreno ran for president, and he ran on the success of the Correa administration as a democratic socialist, and he won his election. Once in office, the Ecuadorian people soon began to learn the truth about Moreno. Just last March, A set of documents called the INA Papers was leaked to the Ecuadorian legislature. The INA Papers connect Moreno and his family to alleged crimes of corruption, perjury, and money laundering. The leaked documents prompted an official investigation by government commission, 
And then a second probe was launched when Moreno and his allies were caught trying to block the investigation. A month after the investigation began, Moreno withdrew asylum status for Julian Assange and handed him over to authorities in Britain for extradition to the US. As it turns out, Moreno's betrayal of Assange coincided with ongoing negotiations with the US and IMF for a $4.2 billion IMF loan. The former foreign minister of Ecuador, Ricardo Aroca, says that Moreno's exchange of Assange for the IMF loan was planned with CIA involvement. Aroca added that a CIA representative is typically present during Moreno's presidential and government meetings. Former President Correa is disgusted with Moreno's betrayal in selling out both Assange and the Ecuadorian people to the U.S. corporatocracy. Correa says, quote, Moreno is a wolf in sheep's clothing. He was always with the opposition. He's a compulsive liar and a professional imposter. Ouch. So, if all the allegations are accurate, pulling it all together, Moreno had been plotting with the U.S. all along, and once elected and then embroiled in a corruption probe, he traded Julian Assange to the U.S. for a favored multi-billion dollar deal with the U.S.-led IMF that was arranged by the CIA. Wow. If all that sounds too fantastic to be true, it's worth recalling the CIA's Operation Condor which was a campaign of political terror in the 1970s and 80s, led by the CIA in collaboration with South American dictators in Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Uruguay, Paraguay, and Chile. The CIA trained agents from those dictatorships to assassinate an estimated 60,000 people across South America during the 1970s and 80s, including progressive leaders, labor union people, and student activists. The CIA oversight of Operation Condor included military aid, planning and technical support, as well as surveillance and torture training. It's all well documented and fairly well circulated now, but it's never been critically examined in the mainstream corporate media. It's because the simple truth about all that murder and mayhem was all paid for with our tax dollars and all to ensure cheap and easy access for big banks and U.S. corporations to plunder the wealth and natural resources of those countries to benefit wealthy corporate elites. These elites are the same sociopaths that have turned our once representative democracy into a corporate plutocracy. Whereas a recent Princeton University study has revealed, the average American now has a near zero, statistically non-significant impact on public policy. Where now, wealth inequality is higher than any country in the past, anywhere in the world. Where no other society in human history has ever imprisoned so many of its own citizens. This corporatocracy now has us at the brink of social and ecological collapse. We have got to wake up. It's beyond delusional to still believe that we could ever vote such entrenched and moneyed elites out of power. The only real power we have in this corporatocracy is mass economic boycott, but it's not enough. 
If you want to learn more about how all of us in the work of global justice can join together and force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table to end all of this oppression, corruption, and destruction, and to save our planet, please visit our website at wakingjustice.org. Check out our About page, listen to our first podcast, and consider getting more involved. You can fill out the Join Us form at the top right of the webpage, or you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org for more information. We'd love to hear from you. We're running out of time. Join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's my love.